What's going on, podcast listeners? Bob Akoni here. Uh, wanted to give you a quick intro into today's episode, which was a very nice sit down and chat with uh, Sheila Rose. She's a personal trainer based out of Montreal, does a lot of online stuff with some people around the world. Um, but I really like what we discussed today. And uh, some of the points that we really start talking about are, you know, how to get your mindset around training to be right, how to really think about, you know, moving and changing your eating habits and almost kickstarting uh, better and healthier habits. Uh, so really like, really liked our chat today. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. everybody and welcome to episode 54 of the Foundation First Fitness Show with Bob Echo and today I have a lovely guest Sheila Rose who was kind enough to schlep her way all the way out to Point Claire to be with us today. Uh, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about you know where she came from where she how she got here but I mostly want to pick her brain about what she does with her clients because I think she's doing awesome stuff um, in the world of fitness and training, especially functional fitness and training. And I really just, I, I think she's doing a lot for the, for the, you know, the community. And, uh, I definitely wanted to have her on the show today. So Sheila, thank you very much for being here today. Thank um, I'm not going to give any more away. I'm going to let you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, kind of a Coles notes of, you know, uh, every, everything that you do, how you got here and stuff like that. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. First of all, it was awesome. Uh, my name is Sheila. I am a coach in Montreal. I do personal training. I lived in Toronto. That's where I started. And now I do mostly online training so that I can keep in touch with the clients there in Toronto and a little bit around the world. Do you, do you have a lot of clients? Sorry to interrupt, but do you have a lot of clients in Toronto? Or? Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, probably about half my clientele is in Toronto, half is in Montreal. And then I have always a few. Some are in Germany, some are in New York. So it's the online act has really allowed really? me to wow. have access to That's them. Amazing. Yeah. Um, mostly through the six week challenge that I do. So, uh, the challenge, it includes a meal plan, a workout plan, and every week we keep track of what they do with their progress and measurements, things like that. Nice. So the online stuff really just kind of helps that out. Absolutely. Okay. How did you, what brought you to strength conditioning or training or fitness, personal training? What brought you into this world? I've been playing sports all my life. So, you know, you, you're in high school, you play sports, maybe you play college sports, but then people need to realize that after school, you still need to move. Right. And people, what happens is they don't know where to go. So they go to the gym and then they don't really know what to do from there because they're no longer in a team environment. They so, don't have any coaching. Exactly. Absolutely. So that's mostly what brought me into it is just to keep going and to see that so many people either have never moved in their life or never even played sports and how that mentality can actually translate onto someone else and motivate them to move even though they're not an athlete per se. Mm -hmm. How has... How has this kind of changed your perspective, being able to kind of go into the fitness world? Were you always in the fitness world or you studied something else, right? I studied in business, but I've always been in the fitness world. Okay. Um, I've always been moving, always been running. And you started in Toronto. Now you're here. Have you noticed a difference between Toronto and Montreal in terms of fitness, I guess, mentality or the community of it? The, the mentality is pretty similar, but... In Toronto, there's a gym at every corner of the street. Really? And just, it's all about 
uh, fads, you know. I mean, the the industry is huge. It's an incredibly big, bigger city. And the fads are obviously a huge part of it, though. But yeah, I get yeah, that. you have now. You have Barry's Boot Camp. You have F forty five that comes from Australia. You have all these boot camps and all of these things. Um, Nike Running, they're huge in Toronto. So just the opportunities are There's amazing. There's a Nike Running. What is that? Yeah, uh, they have run clubs. They do coaching. They they're huge. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just bigger and greater, but I think in Montreal, it's the same movement, right? Everybody wants to be fit. Everybody wants to look good. Everybody wants to now eat well. or So it's tying all of these things in and supporting each other. And I think just in Montreal as in Toronto, everyone at the end of the day is the same. What's your mentality with your clients? What are you trying to get them to do? Where where Where's the goal with the end goal for them? What's your kind of brain thinking when you get a client and when they first come to see you, whether it's in person or online, what's your ultimate goal with them? That movement happens at any time. I think that's the most important and it's just their mentality has to be conscious. You don't have to have spent so much money just to be fit. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can live your life healthy and it, at the end of the day what my goal would be to show them how good they can feel without it being such a difficult or dreadful effort. And it's just that you just need to make commit to a goal and then you'll see that you can feel so great without realizing that now because you might not feel amazing now but just to motivate you to be able to do new things and to eat well and these things that sound crazy but they're not and then you know you what you can ask someone anything you want to eat right now tell me and the beginning of that six weeks they're going to be like i want pizza and cake and at the end of the six weeks to say i can eat anything I want I just want a piece of fruit because I actually appreciate the sweetness of it I appreciate I can taste the sugar in the fruit and it makes you make these decisions that are that go beyond that six weeks you know Mm -hmm. talk to me about the six-week challenge because I know we've been kind of like circling around it a bit we've been dropping some six-week talk in there but what is the six-week challenge so kind of explain that whole thing and then we're going to kind of pick that apart and kind of go from there yeah um the six-week challenge first of all it has a workout plan so the workout plan it's all through an app so Mm -hmm. they have their own account the workout plan can be done if you go to your own gym and most people go to the gym and they see a bunch of machines and they don't know what to do right so i can make a nice plan for them based on their goals or they can come to the gym where i work and they have unlimited classes whatever it did you know there's not one right plan the movement is as long as you're moving you're going to get the results you want Mm Um, then this is speaking for just the general population. Then it also comes with the meal plan. The meal plan was made for it to be the six weeks where every week focuses on something different. One week might be the carb depletion, which is the first week, which mm-hmm. is where everyone kind of gets the... It's the hardest week. Cravings. It's by far mm-hmm. the hardest right. week. Then there's the second week where you slowly reincorporate foods such as starch you know such as sweet potato fruit here and there and then the third week is much more balanced Mm -hmm. then you go into the fourth week that is another depletion so it's like oh my gosh so we want all over again but with a different mentality a different preparation with your body and then weeks five and six is much more about maintenance and how to continue after the six weeks um 
So that meal plan is probably the biggest part of the challenge. And then each week we track their progress with measurements and pictures, which, you know, at the beginning might not seem so important or some people are much more worried about, you know, I don't want to step on the scale. I'm scared to step on the scale or uh, I'm very self-conscious about my body. But then if they don't do that, six weeks later, they think, oh, I wish I knew what I looked like. Oh, I wish I knew what my measurements were because I feel so much better in my clothes. And I don't know why, but, you know, or, I, or my weight didn't change at all, but my clothes fit differently. Mm-hmm. So it's just a way to track that and to show you, wow, like what incredible experience I can get in six weeks and not necessarily feel that change on a scale, but mm-hmm. just to feel it on the interior, which is so much more important. And what I'm trying to get people to think that, you know, you don't have to look amazing and to have a six pack to feel amazing, but it's your insides that are thanking you. And that's where you, the food comes in. Right. What's the, what's the reason behind six weeks? Cause you, you spoke about how, you know, the first week is tough and all these different things, but our, everyone kind of knows that like fitness is not a sprint to the finish line it's a sprint to the forever marathon yeah but why six weeks why not 12 weeks why not 24 weeks what's the commitment purpose for that six weeks that's a really good question um i think the six weeks is really ideal because you don't want to go too long especially that there's the carb depletion so especially that two of those six weeks are only protein and vegetables Mm -hmm. which is not necessarily the healthiest thing but people tend to think it is so in the first week people get really great results some i've seen people lose 10 pounds Mm -hmm. it's silly but then their mentality is so the key to weight loss is protein vegetables and nothing else and they want to eat like that forever because they see that immediate result they see that immediate result And then the idea is, how do I get you to realize that the maintenance part of it is so much more important than the carb depletion? And if you saw great results and after six weeks, you're like, well, I want to continue. And so I'm just going to go and do that carb depletion again. At the end of the day, you're not benefiting yourself because you're not feeding yourself the nutrients you need, like the vitamins and minerals that you'll get in fruits. So... It's just the six weeks is enough for you to get immediate results, but to also re- the last two weeks of the maintenance are important for you to go afterwards with no rules. How do you eat when you have no rules, no guidelines? What decisions do you make when you have all the influences around you? What decisions do you make when you have family dinners and do you need to take everything do you need to eat all everything that's in the or can you make more conscious and more intelligent decisions without necessarily having the rule that you're not allowed mm-hmm. so that six weeks will lead you into the learning process and then open up your knowledge and habits into the real life after where you don't have those rules mm-hmm. and what's so in the training side of things what should someone be expecting on the training side over the six-week time is it going to be you know are you focusing more on the home gym workouts or are you focusing on like added gym workouts or does it really not matter and you're going to kind of play around with it as they with based on their limitations everyone is different so everyone now is busy everyone has something to do so it could be someone who wants to go to a gym for an hour five times a week 
then I'll make their plan based on that, based on their goals. But also what I started doing now that people really love is the FaceTime training because um, it sounds strange, but it's so cool. People will, you have kids, you have, you're an older person who doesn't necessarily want to go to the gym. You have 30 minutes in your day and you want to fit something in, but you don't know how to motivate yourself. Well, put the phone down and I'll show you all the exercises and watch you do it. And you have 30 minutes of intensive training and mm-hmm. that will benefit and save probably two hours in your day. Right. That, uh, that's huge. I think that a lot of people are just, it's excuses that you're trying to like yeah. hang on to. Or, or they'll say, oh, I'm not in town this week. Uh, so I can't get my program in because I can't make it to the gym. Okay, let's do a FaceTime session. And then they'll be at their hotel for 30 minutes and I can do a workout. But everyone is different. Everyone likes different things. And I don't think one way of training is better than another, Mm -hmm. right? Depending on what you love, it has to be something that I'm not going to force you to do something you don't love just because it's what I love. But I'm going to go with what you love to do and make it so that you get into just the habit of moving. So if I love running and you hate it, I'm not going to tell you go for a run because that's what it takes to lose the weight. No, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. You like going rock climbing. Okay, let's work with that. You like, you know, just the movement and the idea that you can just burn the calories is, is so important. But people eat one salad a day and then they do nothing for the rest of the day. They work nine to five, they sit down, they go home, they have a huge meal and they think that they're living a healthy life Mm -hmm. because they ate a salad. But it's not the case. But that's not the case. And it's just getting that mentality to change and to say, oh, wow, I feel so great since I've been able to just move and fit it in. And I realize it doesn't take a gym to be a gym freak just to get amazing results. Right. You know, if someone can't do the six week challenge, whatever limitations they have, what would you tell someone that's listening right now? that's watching on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, what would you tell them to do to start doing in 2019? What is the first thing you're telling them to do? Or give me three things that you would tell them to do that are going to drastically improve their fitness level, you know, the way they eat and the mentality around it. I'm not, I'm not those three of like, whatever you want, but just I was giving something that's going to change. <laughs> yeah. You know what? One big thing is, um, realize what you eat. Try to realize that what you eat, take note of it for a whole week, write down everything you eat. And most people think they eat healthy. Until they see the big picture. Until they see the big picture. So like I said, that one salad, they'll say, I eat salad, so I'm I'm so healthy. Write down that you had a croissant with that muffin or with that coffee or a muffin with that coffee. Write down that when there was someone brought donuts to where you, you ate one. Write down that after supper you were still hungry. Why were you still hungry after supper? Is it because you didn't feed yourself well throughout the day? Um, how late are you eating? You know, things like that. And when people see that, they think, oh my God, I eat like crap. But they will never get to that realization until they just do one week log. So one thing about the challenge that's really cool is um, they have to snap a picture of everything they eat. And so they plan it a week ahead of time. 
and then they have to snap it. Mm-hmm. So just to be aware of that makes a huge difference. You, you know, it's like, oh, I gotta take a picture of this because Sheila's gonna see. So maybe I won't eat it. Yeah. And but then they realize what they eat, and it makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. Another thing uh, would be to do groceries. Um, even myself, I eat like crap if I don't do groceries or if I have nothing in the fridge, I'll go for whatever's easiest and whatever's quick. But when I have something in the fridge, my, I remember my dad would always say, my goal is to fill up the fridge as much as I can and empty it as fast as you can. And if you do that, I can guarantee you're you'll get results. It's Mm -hmm. it's silly, but you'll get results because you're going to eat so healthy. And the last thing that's going to come to mind is eating what's on a counter and rather you'll go for what's in the fridge. Right. Um, that's that's a huge change. That's a huge change. And when Mm -hmm. you, when I don't have groceries or anything to eat, I notice that I make horrible decisions and it's not, I'm not better than anyone else. But when I actually do the, my groceries, it makes a difference. Because the purposeful actions of going there and making the right decision of buying the right things that you're going to want to have in your... Exactly. And then not even just that, but actually taking the time. If it's in your fridge, it's one thing. Now, prep it so that it's easy to take. Uh-huh. So as soon as I get my, my vegetables, I don't just put them in the fridge. I cut them right away. And then I put them in the fridge in individual bags. So what do I do when I'm hungry? Open the fridge, take it. Now I don't have to think about, oh, I got to cut it. Ah, I'll just take this instead. I think, okay, it's ready. Accessibility. Exactly. Huge. Okay. Um, and then the the progress tracking, that's awesome because now it's, it's a place where you have... You know, you have someone who's actually paying attention to what you're doing. So just because we don't do the personal training and you're not spending 70 to $90 a session doesn't mean you can't have the same quality. Mm-hmm. And then even when it comes to personal training, a lot of trainers have a client that they see once a week, three times a week, five times a week, but they don't necessarily keep track of their results or they'll write them and they'll never see them again. Um, So now you have a platform where you can track your own results, whatever you eat, you can see what your clients are eating. So you take that one hour session, but now I see your whole lifestyle and I see you seven days a week. So for someone who's out there, tracking would be a huge thing. Being able to track down and kind of take note of the stuff that they're doing. Yeah. Think about why people always post what they're eating on Instagram. You know, it's silly, but they want someone to care about that they're making a good decision. That's actually a really good point. No one posts when they eat crap. Unless that, that's their lifestyle, that the but when the, everyone posts the highlights of what they do, mm-hmm. but not everybody cares. So to have someone who cares about what you actually eat and who's watching it and giving you insight, there's no better, there's no better benefit. That's really interesting. All right. I appreciate the talk. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, I think there's a lot of information there for a lot of you out there that are listening or watching. Um, you know, I, I think the thing that you should really be taking away from the discussion we had today is that it really doesn't take much to get going as long as you're doing the right things from the start and you're building the proper healthy habit foundation and being able to work and progress from there. Um social media stuff what's your handles where can we find you on social media where can we find your website where can we find out information about the six week challenge 
Sorry. Well, the next six week challenge is coming January 7th. It happens three times a year. Okay. Um, because I think if you do it more than that, it's not healthy at all. Right. So it happens three times a year. My Instagram is Sheila Rose one. The website is Sheila Rose.ca. And if you need any help with any online training or personal training, FaceTime training, uh, meals, nutrition, anything like that, then don't hesitate at all. That's awesome. Information is going to be in the description. So if any of you are interested, uh, you can just go down there, click, head over to the website. You'll be able to take care of all the information. If you have any questions, you can obviously try to reach out to Sheila. If she if you, she doesn't respond or if you can't get in touch with her for whatever reason, let me know and I'll try to pass on that message to her. Um, thank you very much for coming today. Thank I appreciate you. it. Uh, I'd love to have you on again. You know, probably post six weeks, you can talk to me a bit about some of the results. Yeah, we can talk about absolutely. that. That'd be awesome. Maybe show a couple of pictures. Awesome. <laughs> um, for those of you who are watching, obviously those of you who are listening, uh, I don't really get anything. But uh, if you guys are watching, if you guys are listening, thank you very much for tuning in again. This is probably the last, this is going to go out, uh, this episode is probably going to be the last one before the new year. So happy new year to everyone. Uh, be safe out there. Enjoy your night. Enjoy the, the day. Enjoy the start of the new year. And I'll talk to you guys next time. And until that next time, keep building that foundation. For more fitness tips, tricks, and ideas, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Bobak Owen. That's B-A-B-A-K-O-W-E-N. Music for the Foundation First Fitness Show provided by Beware of Darkness. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes.